Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Hello and welcome to Daily Daf Differently. My name is Simeon Cohen and today we will be learning Masachet Beitza, Daf 29. I'm going to start with the Mishnah from the end of page 28, which deals with the topic of what to do if one needs to perform a commercial transaction on Yom Tov. How does one go about performing a necessary commercial transaction without actually performing a commercial transaction? So the Mishnah is as follows. Lo yomar adam latabach, shkoli bedinar basar, aval shochet umechalek b'nehem. A person may not say to a butcher on Yom Tov, weigh out for me a dinar's worth of meat, since if he mentions a specific sum of money, it will look like a commercial transaction. But the butcher may slaughter an animal and apportion it among his customers without stipulating a price. The Gemara opens by asking the question, Hechi Aved. How did this work? If someone wanted a specific part of an animal from a butcher, but was barred from mentioning a price, how did he go about obtaining what, what he needed? Kihadiv Sura Amri, Tarta Ufalgu Tarta, Beneresh Amri, Chelka Ufalgu Chelka, Bepumbadita Amri, Uzia Ufalgu Uzia. In Sura, they would say to the butcher, Give me that cut of meat called the tarta, which probably means a third of a piece of meat, or a half tarta, without naming a specific price. In Neresh, they would say, Give me a chelka ufalgu chelka, a part or half of a part. In Pumbadita, they would say an uzia or a half uzia, and so on. And the Gemara goes on to name a number of other places and, and what they would say. Um, but the gist here is that, that people would ask the butcher for a part of an animal or a specific amount of an animal without actually mentioning a price. So uh, this is an example of people figuring out a way to go about their daily business, uh, to go to the butcher and get meat that they needed to get and to run their errands on Yom Tov while still functioning within the framework of Yom Tov. Uh, Not transgressing, but it's the rabbis developing a way for people to go about their lives and conduct business that needs to be conducted uh, without transgressing halacha on, on Yom Tov. I'm now going to move on to a Mishnah that can be found basically in the middle of 29b, but somewhat towards the bottom of 29b, uh, which deals with the same topic of how one can engage in a, in a, in a commercial transaction without transgressing on Yom Tov. So the Mishnah is as follows. A person may go on a festival to a grocer from whom he is accustomed to buy and say to him, Give me eggs and nuts of such and such a number, as it is the manner of a homeowner to count this way in his own house. In other words, counting eggs or nuts is not considered a commercial activity as people regularly mention the number of eggs and nuts they need. 
just giving a number of eggs and nuts isn't considered a commercial activity. This is something that people do in their own homes on a regular basis. So if you say to a grocer, I just need X amount of eggs and X amount of nuts, that's not considered a commercial transaction. The Gemara goes on to bring in a number of examples that are similar to the example that the Mishnah brought about a grocer. The sage is taught in the Tosefta, a person may go on Yom Tov to a shepherd with whom he is accustomed to deal and say to him, give me one kid or one lamb. Similarly, similarly, one may go to one's regular butcher on Yom Tov and say to him, give me one foreleg or one thigh. And the text goes on to tell us that one may go visit one from whom he regularly buys fowl and say to him, give me one dove or one pigeon. And one may visit one's baker and say to him, give me one loaf or one cake. So these examples all illustrate that if one needs to obtain food on Yom Tov, one can go to the person from whom they generally obtain food, be it their local shepherd or their butcher or their baker, and say to that individual that they would like a certain amount of something, give me uh, one piece of bread or one lamb, for example, um, but they can actually use the name of, of any type of currency, um, they can just ask for a number, ask for an amount, and that's acceptable. That's not considered a commercial transaction. Um, so the, the food can be given in that fashion. And the text provides one more long example to drive this point home. And one may go on Yom Tov to a grocer from whom he is accustomed to buy and say to him, Give me 20 eggs or 50 nuts or 10 peaches or 5 pomegranates or 1 etrog, provided that he does not mention any measure. In other words, he can't specify a unit of measurement, but he must, must just state a number or amount, as this isn't the usual way that people make a purchase, and thus it's not considered a commercial transaction. Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar Omer, Ubilvad Shaloyas Kirlo Skum Mikach. Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar says, This is permitted, provided that one does not mention the amount of the purchase. This means that one can't mention the sum of money that he's spending. Um, presumably, the money will be paid, but all those things, those needs should be taken care of after the festival. All those calculations should be made after the festival. I think the way the rabbis handle the issue of commerce on Yom Tov on this daf is a great example of both rabbinic pragmatism and ingenuity. As pragmatists, the rabbis know that people have basic needs, and they also know that, the, that those needs cannot always be held off until after Yom Tov. Thus, they devise a method through which people's needs can be met on Yom Tov while still maintaining the integrity of the festival. Much as they did with the development of the concept of Eruv, or when they devised methods to keep food warm on Shabbat, here the rabbis recognize that Shabbat or Yom Tov can potentially be restricting, and consequently certain steps need to be taken to allow for basic human necessities to be met. 
Hence, they developed the approach of only asking for food items from vendors on Yom Tov in amounts without actually mentioning any measure of money. This strikes me as a very healthy way to approach religion. Holidays and sacred time are important, but so are basic human needs. Here, the rabbis acknowledge both the significance of the holiday and the significance of our human needs and devise a way for the two to peacefully coexist. So this actually marks the end of the third parak of Beitzah. So I hope you will join me again tomorrow as we begin the fourth parak of Masachet Beitzah with Daf 30. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the opening and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epichorus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.